Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this session of Dum Dum Die. I am Lina, and I'll be your DM for today. I have my lovely ladies around the table. They're going to introduce themselves. Um, please go ahead. Good morning. I am Wednesday. I play Shayra the Goblin Sorceress, and I am super excited about today's stream because it seems like some people have changed and others haven't. Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play the tiefling artificer bard named Mandla Olin. I am a level five. And I'm also pretty excited. I'm pretty sure there's a certain character in the group, a certain tabaxi that might be mad at me. I don't care. Out of character, in character, I'm concerned. And I'm also excited to see what happens next. Hi everyone, I'm Teddy. I play Daphne, a certain tabaxi rogue who is very unhappy with Amandla and this entire situation and desperately needs a dagger because Andromar is shifty. Shifty! Let's quickly give a shout out to some people in chat. Laura Bones, Oax2, Commander Root, and Lizzybeth. You guys are always here. So, so nice to see you guys early in the morning. Welcome to the stream. Hi to Donovan CIC as well. And look, 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 guys, we have an old friend back on the stream. Dark Wolf is here. We'll do the recap first. You guys made your way through to Il Oranos, the ruined city that fell out of the sky. And you ran into some trouble along the way, being chased uh, across the, the landscape by a revenant. You narrowly made an escape by having a seagull saver chuck him off a cliff, and you made a dash for it over the mountains, and you saw the ruins in the distance. Made your way down the mountain and uh, ran into even more danger, something that was much, much worse. It was a very, very close call. There may have been some, some deaths among the party. That thing is super dangerous. But you managed to eke your way out and sneak past and made your way into the forest. The first little bit of growth that you've seen in, in, in quite a bit. There's this huge area that the plant life has been dying in under this cloudy, oppressive type of sky. But... Closer to the ruins of Il Oranos, you ran into the forest again, made your way through, and just as you thought you were safe, the Revenant caught up to you again. And in a little bit of a, a tense moment, you discovered that you were not alone. There was a beholder at your resting site. Fortunately for you, the undead was deemed more of a threat and was dealt with first before the Beholder turned its attention to you, at which point it was stopped by none other than Andromach, one of the players from the previous campaign. And Andromach took you into the ruins of El Oranos to a little cottage that was more grown from plant life than actual buildings. And taking you up into to relative safety, you started chatting to Andromach. Uh, some of you were highly suspicious and crawled around the little cottage looking for anything out of place and ended up finding a nice little place that smelled like catnip and started sleeping there. The rest of you continued your little chat with Andromach and she decided to be a, I wouldn't say a gracious host, but at least feeding you some bread and serving you a little bit of tea and 
if I recall correctly, Shara, you went to wake up Daphne again. It's in the unwritten rules that if you eat a sandwich in D&D, you regain hit points. Which means we could technically recover exhaustion from eating bread. My kid taught me this. But you also just love bread. I'm not even surprised. I just want to mention, before we dive in, how the chat knows all the horrible things that have happened to us. They can go peek in the, in the channel point because there may or may not be a summon seagull savior to, you know, just intervene if we look like we're going to be killed again. That's all. Again. Again, again, actually. Or again, again, again. <laughs> I should probably say to chat that, you know, in the channel points there, if you want to do like a whole bunch of crazy things, because the channel points like a crew, if you're in chat, you know, so it's free things. So you could spend some channel points to do all the random things to the party. It's part of the interactive element of the stream. So, you know, help, hinder, whatever chat. If you don't want to type it, just press the channel points and spend some channel points on the stuff and it's cool. We'll work it in. Kikoscopy redeemed the seagull savior. So as you guys were sitting there chatting to Andromach on the windowsill, comes and sit your little seagull. He's got a little crest or a, what looks like an amulet around its neck. It's really snazzy and you can see that seagull savior preens a little bit as it digs into its feathers a, a little and just looks at the ongoings. Andromach notices this and walks over to the window and just gently strokes the head of the seagull. And uh, there's some whispered conversation going on there while you guys are, well, I was going to say chatting to keep it nice, but arguing is a more apt term. Guys, Kikoskupi just gave us 100 bits. 100 bits, ladies. Five second dance party. You know it. I'm tugging on Daphne's clothing and I'm like, Daphne, Daphne. That's the second time I've seen a seagull. That means we're near the beach. Do you think we could take a trip, a sideline trip? Can we go to the beach on the way to this pub? Go look at the seagull. Go look at the seagull. I just want to have a little chat to Amanda. Oh, I'm going to boop my nose like, oh, I understand. Amanda's about to get shouted at. Jimmy has little chats with Shara on a regular basis. Were we not going to take a nap? Were we not going to go to sleep? I'm going to go and look at the seagull because maybe it can tell me where I can also get a necklace like that. I like nice things. Okay, so you walk off to where Andromach and the seagull are softly conversing and you like butt into the conversation there. It looked private. But you don't care. Did it look private? Did it really? I did not roll inside to see whether or not the seagull... And the druid were having a private conversation. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, Mr. Seagull. My name is Shara. I just wanted to find out where did you get that gorgeous amulet? Because we were in Walladale the other day and there was this goblin store and I did not see anything half as fancy. The seagull turned its head towards you, turned its head back to Andromach. Wait a little bit. That's the soft like noise. And uh, Andromach looks at you, Sharon, and says, you know, she, she can't understand you, right? Oh, it's so cool, Seagull. Okay, Mrs. Seagull. Excuse me, Mrs. Seagull. Where did you buy your necklace? 
And Remarka goes, <sighs> and there's this soft little cooing noises coming from Andromach as well as she speaks to the seagull and the seagull coos a little back and does this soft version of a that the seagulls normally make and um, Andromach turns to you and says well, uh, she earned it <gasps> I'm gonna boop my nose I know what that means I have earned many a thing before just like my bag of tricks definitely earned that one I I hear from from her that she helped you to escape the revenant that we encountered at the bottom of uh, Il Oranos. What happened there? Well, there was this gentleman, but he's definitely not a gentleman. Shara has refused to now even look at men like that. He was so rude. Not only did he hurt my friends, but he actually hurt me too. It was terrible. I couldn't understand why a gentleman would treat me so badly. It's even worse than when I got arrested once. Only once, mind you. And that was an accident on their part. Jimmy assured them that I was not a criminal, and Jimmy knows everything. We'll get into that in the morning, because I really do not have the mental fortitude for that at the moment. Andrew Buck glances over to the other two of you. What are you doing? I'm not making eye contact. I am not, make it clear, I am making zero eye contact with Daphne. And I'm looking, like, I'm like almost like murmuring to myself like, mm, it seems like a good time to take a nap. I think we should all take a rest. Yes, I feel very tired. Mm. Just a moment. I'm on la. I'm going to grab her elbow. Can we talk in a different room? I, I, I. I thought you were tired. I feel tired. Don't you feel tired? I think we should... You know, I feel better after that nap. Maybe we should talk? Uh, And I'm gonna, like, kind of heave my shoulders up and then sigh a little bit, accepting my fate and say, okay, let's, let's, let's have a, let's have a chat. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, gonna just try to, like, psych myself up. Okay, let's have a chat. The two of you, hand in arm, walk to the other room... While Andromach just watches the two of you go. Mm-hmm. Well, That's hopefully Andromach's also watching me do my big explanation of what happened with all the actions. Andromach is that polite lady at the moment where she she's looking at the rest of you, but she like glances like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's <laughs> looking at that, mm-hmm, just that's lovely, darling. So I'm going to drag a mandala into the other room, glance back to see that no one's following us, and then go, okay, listen. I don't love it that you said anything about what we're doing. And then raising my hands to try to play safe here, like, look, okay, I know, it's fine, it's fine. Look, terrible idea. Information is valuable. Don't do it again. But I think she might know something. And I wait to check if Daphne's gonna keep talking. I realize she stopped talking. That's what I've been trying to tell you. If we give a little bit, we receive a little bit. And she definitely knows something. She knows the king. She knows the king. Who can say they know the king? Not everyone says that every day. We can definitely, maybe not fully trust her, but definitely talk to her enough for her to tell us stuff. And maybe you can learn to trust more people. Cause I, and I kind of lean towards Daphne. I'm kind of worried about you. Did Was it that tough a lifestyle? Because I grew up trusting most people because people are always good to me. I don't, and I'm going to sigh again. I Look. I trust exactly two people. Two. One of them is me. 
the other one you've never met. So, you know, I'm not going to just go around telling everyone what we're up to and what's happening, okay? But if we can fish for some more information before we ditch her and get the hell out of here, just do it subtly. I have questions. Uh, I'm going to look at Daphne. You said only two people. We have been traveling for quite some time. I even let you guide me while I was essentially blindfolded. And yet you do not trust me. And who, who is this other person who we've never met? Is this a, another companion that you go adventuring with when you're not with us? Or is it someone that, that and I'm, I'm getting a little huffy about it now. I thought, I thought we had something and now you don't even trust me. I, should I trust you? You did try to kill me on the mountain. And now I, I need a- Amanda, breathe. I need a paper bag. I, I, I need a... Breathe. Shh, look, it's fine. I, you, okay, I, I kind of trust you. I mean, I, like, I would sleep in the same room that you sleep in. So, you know, that's a form of trust. It's not exactly what I was um, talking about. But, you know, we, we work well together. We're okay. We're fine. And the, the person that I do trust, and she's kind of going to touch the earring as she's talking very nervously, she goes... I mean, he's not around right now, but it, that's different because I've known him for a very long time. And I've only known you for like, it's, it's been a couple of, this is really not the point, okay? The point is, just don't blurt out everything. And we don't know. I mean, that thing could kill us and... and thing? She, she's not a thing. She's a living embodiment of a badass. Not her, her pet. Did you not see what she did with the leaves? Okay, the leaves are pretty cool. Still, she, the, the pet, the pet, could, she could go, hey, kill that thing. And then the pet would kill us. Well, maybe you should stop attacking beholders that are helping us. How was I supposed to know? It wasn't help. It was aiming beams and things literally disintegrated. And then it aimed beams at you guys. And what would you have me do? Just stand there and watch this happen? And I'm going to like almost like turn away. Well, I don't know. Apparently we're not friends and you don't trust us. So I don't even know anymore if like I should even. And I'm starting like a... sniffing a little bit. Well, I think for the sake of my feelings and maybe yours, we should all take a nap, preferably a long rest. And then we might be in a better mood to, to talk. And I don't think we should be ditching Andromach. We should definitely converse. But I'm going to take a long rest. And I think you should take a long rest. And maybe you'll be nicer in the morning. Yes, and I'm going to nod to myself and walk away. I'm not, uh, ah, fine, follow her. I'm going to walk back into the main room where the others were. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then we ran, and we ran so far, and we ran, we ran up the mountain, and we kept running, and, we kept, and then they were so far behind, I was like, why are they walking? And then we kept running, and then, and then Amanda was like, Somebody's talking to me. Oh my gosh, we're being followed. And I was like, I don't see anyone. Daphne didn't see anyone. She was hearing voices. And she's like, oh my god, I'm going crazy. I keep hearing voices. And then, and then the big eye. And then like, <laughs> Adrobach is going to absentmindedly just pat you on the head and say, wow, that sounds like you've been through quite a lot. As she looks up to the other two of you coming back into the room. You look exhausted. Yes, I feel emotionally and physically exhausted. Yes, yes. Did you want to rest here tonight? I'm talking to Andromach, but I'm staring straight at Daphne. Yes, 
Yes, we are definitely going to rest here tonight. Thank you for your hospitality. And I'm staring right at Daphne when I say that. Oh, um, it's such a coincidence that you just have the room for a random stranger to show up. How trusting of you to just let us in and assume that we won't kill you in the middle of the night. It's so nice. And I'm also just staring straight at a mandala as I talk. I'm not too worried. That's because she doesn't have the mental fortitude to deal with this this evening. Yes, Shara, you need some mental fortitude to question someone's motives. Teeniest bit in a logical sense. So Andermach has this far-off stare looking at the wolf for no apparent reason. Because she's looking for motives. I'm also looking for motives. I'm also looking at the wolf. After a few seconds, she turns back to you, Daphne, and says, I'm not too worried. Um, Squint will be looking after me. This is our character. I'm like, really? Why would you be out here talking smack to someone who has a beholder as a friend? So, Andrew walks to the side of the building and she waves her hand and a doorway appears in the middle of the wall. She stretches out her hands and the vines start spreading very rapidly, building another room. With a last little flourish, the door grows back and she says, Here's another room for you and your friends to use. I'm just going to march straight into the room because now she's built mental fortifications. We're good. I'm going to walk towards Andermach and hopefully try to move things over to still like genuinely say, thank you, seriously, thank you very much for your hospitality. Please don't mind my maybe not friend. And I'm going to pause for a moment. Please don't mind her. We're all very tired and you know how it is. Emotions and tensions run high and she meant nothing by it. And please, please let Squint know that I, we definitely appreciate their help as well. And um, we mean no harm. And I'm going to raise my hands in a very open gesture, like very unaggressive. Yes. Um, Amanda, was it? Yes. Yes. And I'm going to stand up to my full height and just like, you know, pull my, my shoulders back. And yes, yes. That's, yeah, that's me, yes. Just do me a favor and keep your companions in the room for the night. There are very dangerous things out there, including the Nightwalker. Oh, oh, that, that, and I'm going to make a, a general gesture. That scary thing with the, in the, in the, yeah, okay. Um, yes, okay, well, okay, definitely we'll stay in the room the whole night. Without a thought or movement, yes. I don't want to deal with that thing ever again. And I'm going to shake my head to myself. I should just mention that the door will open at sunrise. And I'm going to raise my hand. Yes. Does that mean that even if we try to open the door, we couldn't open the door from the inside? From a safety point of view, if there's a fire? There's a... She looks at you a little bit like you are strange right now. Do you realize that that is not a normal door? I grew that from roots and vines. There's no mechanical lock in there. When I say the door closes, I'm going to grow roots and vines over it again. And that will open at sunrise. Okay, that makes sense. I, 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 I think I need to rest. But thank you again, and I'm going to look towards Daphne and just give her the eye. Please, um, there are comfortable sunflower beds in there that you can sleep on. And I've taken the courtesy 
of growing a catnip field for your other companion. When did we get a cat? Thank you. And I'm going to just like gently usher Daphne towards the room. I am searching the room for this cat. I'm running around. I'm going to look between Andromach and uh, Amanda and go, You know, um, kind savior, I lost my dagger while we were running from, well, everything. Do you by chance have one? I wouldn't feel comfortable sleeping without a weapon close by. Ah, well, I could probably borrow you this. She gestures with her hand and this wooden dagger appears in the middle of the air, just floating there. And it has this vague purple shine to it. And Ramah plucks it out of the air and says, this is a shillelagh. It should last you until tomorrow morning. I'm going to take it, kind of feel it a little and go, yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> go into the room. Okay. Is everybody going to sleep? Yeah, I was just waiting for Daphne to come into the room and now we'll walk into the room as well. Don't worry, little kitten. The nice lady's going to lock us inside so nothing can get to us. And you can't go outside, and I can't go outside, and Amanda can't go outside, and Daphne sure. can't go outside. I think she just assumed that tabaxi like catnip based on our features it's very offensive and as i say this i'm slowly like rubbing up against the catnip and starting to form a circle to go to sleep there because i'm quite close to daphne's feet i'm looking at her feet trying to figure out why she would be offended i'm looking at them to see like are they really ugly feet you hear this rustle as vines start creeping over and the doorway closes. So, quick question. Who of you guys actually ate? Me. I ate. I was even going to put some bread on the sunflower bed as a pillow and then go to sleep. Oh, I didn't eat. Oh my gosh. I was just too busy stressing. You guys don't have your priorities straight. This is why goblin kind is so prolific. We know what's important. See, if Daphne didn't distract me with her emotions, I would have been snacking my life away, but it's fine. Okay, so you guys can have a long rest, but in order for you to get rid of a level of exhaustion, you need to both eat and rest. But also, I'm not immediately going to sleep because I still don't trust anything, so I'm going to stand watch, and then at some point when I'm too tired, wake up one of the others and make them stand watch. Are you guys actually going to take a, a guard rotation, the other two of you? No. The moment I saw a sunflower bed, my body was like, just like, drop like a sack of potatoes. I am done. If Daphne was still talking to me, I heard nothing. I should just mention, Daphne, that in order for you to get rid of exhaustion, you need a full long rest. That's eight hours. So if you take a guard rotation, you're not getting those eight hours. You say rotation, but rotation implies there are extra people to wake up and take over. <laughs> and it just looked like your companions bailed on you. I'll sit and watch them for a while and eventually just give up and also go to sleep. We'll just die. It's fine. We'll be ambushed by the beholder. I don't care. Hold my little dagger while I sleep. I'll defend myself if I have to. <laughs> so you guys take a long rest. Andromach wakes up the next morning. Andromach walks through the cottage and the door to your room opens. And she, as she walks in, the three of you are like in the most awkward positions. The tabaxi somehow sleeps upright with your eyes open. 
Amanda, you're sleeping off the bed with your head is on, on the ground. Half your body is on the sunflower bed and the other half is just like lying on the ground. It's like a really, really awkward position. Shayra, you're in the worst position here of all because you're like half onto the bed, half off the bed. So your face is like in the floor and your legs are like hanging over. Andrew Bach like opens the door, sees this and just closes the door again. About another hour passes before you guys wake up. I'm going to slide the full way on my face onto the floor <laughs> properly to wake up. I have a bit of a backache. <laughs> just a little one. <laughs> Sting some morning yoga. As you start making commotion, you start waking up, the vines open up again. I'm going to run out of there so fast because I'm looking for breakfast. You run out of the room. There's nobody in there. There's no fire in the little fire pit. There's no breakfast brewing. Neither Andromach nor Squint is there. I'm going to just burst into tears because we've been abandoned by the kindest person I've met on this whole trip. Aside from my unicorn, what kind of hotel is this? See the sites they say, go and see the ruins, stay at Andromar's. She supplied <laughs> dinner but not breakfast. What a Laura Bone says you have to pay extra for breakfast in this tough economic climate. Yeah, it That's is true. fair, but they should have said so in the brochure. What are you doing, um, Amanda and Daphne? I'm going to like slowly wake up, like my eyes start opening and I realize where I'm positioned. The first thing I do, like, I almost, like, do a push-up to lift my torso up. I, I immediately look for my theremin. There's immediately a bit of relief as you push yourself up. You're like, oh, okay, that was maybe not the nicest way to go to bed. So I'm going like, to get up, do that stretch, have, like, a slight sense of relief. So I hold that stretch for a little bit longer. And then I'm going to ease the rest of my body off the bed, get up and dust myself off and go collect my theremin, which is always nearby. It was probably by my bed, knowing me. Um, Amandla, just roll me a, a d6. Uh, I got a five. A five. So as you like do that stretch while you're looking for your theremin, your five vertebrae in your black coat. And it's like immediately relief. And you go, oh, that was good. I have a thing about that clicking sound, guys. I, mm -mm. Oh, okay, no. It's not real. It's not real. I need to Man, your theremin is right where you left it, next to your flower bed. I'm going to take my theremin and like, hold it uh, to my chest and put it on my back and um, check on Daphne. Definitely, you somehow woke up standing on your feet. I blink several times to get my eyes wet again and then kind of rub them a little bit. And then I do a massive stretch with all my joints just popping. <laughs> I'm going to look around and look for my little dagger that I was holding. It has fallen somehow pinned between your feet as you slept. Well, I'm going to pick it up and uh, go, go look for what's happening outside. Pointedly ignoring Amanda. You see Shara's bawling there. She's just crying for no bloody reason. And there's nobody else there. Um, doesn't look like any breakfast is being made. There's no sign or activity of Andromach at the moment. See, Amanda, I told you. I'm like yelling while you're still in the other room. She said she was going to talk in the morning and look, she's not here. What did I say? I'm going to walk out of the room. I'll see Shara crying. I'm going to ignore Daphne and go straight to Shara. Kind of like on my knee and kind of like check on Shara. Are you, what happened? Are you okay? And I'm doing like an awkward there, there gesture, like trying to see if tap her shoulder. What, what, what happened? I'm going to blow my nose in my hair 
And then I'm going to say, there's no breakfast. And then I'm going to burst into tears again. Renewed tears. Because now I got attention, so the tears must be fresh. Once I realize what she's crying about, I'm going to say, oh, uh, there, there. Not a gentle tap, and I'm going to stand up and walk away. Actually, now that you mention it, I'm starving. Is there nothing? I'm going to turn to Daphne and go, exactly. Stop! My eyes are like shimmering. You could probably do me an investigation check if you really want to. I think we're all just like, bruh, give me some food. <laughs> I don't know why Shara's hungry, but the rest of us, yeah. I have I a fast know. metabolism. Didn't you see how fast I can run, guys? Well, it's a 10 for Daphne. 15 for Mandla. Daphne, you do a very cursory glance. There's nothing on the counters. You don't know where the, where the heck the food is being stored, but... Amanda, you go and actually open up one of the little shelves there and uh, you see there's a couple of vegetables and fruits and stuff stored below the counter there. Okay, I'm gonna almost make a, like a, a small squeak of joy. <gasps> so I just want to say this, Kabloomily is a first time chat that just types this, it's so cool to see everybody just having fun. Okay, so what are you doing with Andromach's stock? I'll see and I go, oh, there's food, but I'll calm down a bit. But it's, it wasn't given to us, so is it food that we can actually take? Um, Shara, do me a perception check. I got tea. As Amandla opens and she's rummaging that, you spot a cabbage. I'm going to run between Amandla's legs and I'm just going to... How big is this straw? It's about to your head level. I'm going to climb into the drawer. Because that cabbage is my cabbage and I'm just going to attach myself to it and take a bite because once you've bitten it, it's yours. So you shimmy through Amandla's legs into the drawer and you attach yourself to this cabbage and immediately start chomping it. Amanda, you don't even have time to stop this. You're just shocked at what's happening in front of you. Shaira, this cabbage is somehow even Better than the one that Kevin gave you. It is crisp, fresh, juicy. It is like top-notch quality cabbage that you're eating right there. I'm going to turn and talk with my mouth full of carrots. This cabbage. And then the cabbage is spraying. I'm going to take a couple steps back. I have a quick question for our chat point administrator there. What is Freaky Friday again? Because Laura Bones just used a little nice little Freaky Friday thing there for us. It's beautiful. It's body swap. You decide what happens, but it's a body swap. Daphne, one moment. You are looking at the absolute shenanigans happening in front of you. And you get this weird feeling in your gut as your perception shifts and all of a sudden all you can see is green. There's juices in your mouth that you're not sure you appreciate, but you're not sure it's bad either. And you find yourself attached to this cabbage. I'm gonna let go and do that little paw shake that cats do when they're disgusted. You notice that that little paw shake is no longer your paw. What? 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 What happened? Amanda, you have this weird sense of vertigo as you're standing looking at Shara just now. And all of a sudden, you're standing looking at yourself, looking at Shara. What? And I'm going to like almost like wildly gesture around me. What? Where? What is this? <laughs> Shara, you were just enjoying this juicy cabbage. It was so good. 
And then all of a sudden you're looking at yourself enjoying this cabbage. You're not enjoying it yourself anymore. I'm going to lean down into the drawer and I'm going to pick myself up and say, that is incredibly rude. That was Someone. my cabbage. Someone bigger than me is touching me. I'm a scratcher. <laughs> my little claws want to get loose. People are trying to pick me up. How is someone that big? Wait, why, why, why are you hurting me? And I, I'm gonna like, like, just like wave my my hands in front of me. Like, st stop hurting me. Stop. What the? What the? Daphne, I'm just trying to get my cabbage back. Control yourself. I, I, I can't control my. I don't even know my. I'm not Daphne. I'm going to turn and I'm going to look at you with Amanda's eyebrow up like, you are definitely Daphne. But you, why are you, Shara? Shara, is that you in my body? What are you doing in my body? No, I'm in my body and I'm going to wave my body around. Can you see this is Shara? No, um, uh, oh, I'm disgusting. Uh, Shara, I think I might be. Why? Why is everything sticky? I'm just gonna like rub myself and be like, I'm so filthy. On the bright side, you have some place to eat breakfast. And you had dinner last night in this body, so. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to look down at myself and shake my head and go, Yes, Shara, you are incredibly sticky today. What have I told you about washing your hands? And I'm gonna march myself over to the sink is there like a sink or a water bowl or something there's a water bowl just gonna put myself in that bowl like just dunk <laughs> myself a few times like, i'm gonna do ninja moves to stay out of the water bowl i'm like arms everywhere splayed out and then i'm gonna hiss as aggressively as i can through goblin teeth and try and wriggle out of your hands and run to a different room because i do not want a bath i'm definitely just flailing I'm also much weaker than I feel like I should be. <laughs> There's these weird squeaky cat noises that Daphne's used to making, but it's actually through a goblin throat and mouth, so they don't sound like cat noises at all. It sounds like horrifying screeching. Get in this water bowl! <laughs> don't, don't, let, don't let me get dirty! And I try to stand up like, oh, this is springy. These legs are nice and... Oh, these are nice legs. They're very springy. They feel, I can feel like I can, and I do like random, like quick gestures. I feel like I could just like touch the sky and I'm gesturing almost like Tigger now. Like, oh my gosh, this is, this is nice. But don't, don't let me get dirty. And I'm still like bouncing, but don't, don't dirty Amandla's hands. My hands, the hands you're using. You are in Amandla, you're in my body. There's this weird moment as everything shifts back and your perception shifts again and you're back in your own bodies. Well, I'm kind of drowning right now. You're kind of drowning right now. I realize I'm holding chair. I have a moment to, I wear this pause like, oh, okay. That feels more stable. I'm just like, oh, 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 oh. And I'm gonna like, I realize I'm holding chair. I'm gonna raise her up. Um, um. Shara's this wet goblin. Her hair is just like sagging across her face right now. She has this look of distinct displeasure just eyeing you. That was unnecessary. You could have just asked me to wash my hands. You you washed yourself with my body. I, you, I didn't give you permission to use my body to wash your... You know what? And I'm going to 
take share it from the bowl and put it down gently on the ground. Where is the cabbage, by the way? Well, it's no longer in the drawer. It is kind of like half rolled out onto the floor during all the commotion. I, I actually, I want to walk over and go inspect the cabbage because I'm convinced that that is what caused whatever just happened. So you can go up to the cabbage and if you want, you can do an arcana check for me. I'm not going to walk to the cabbage. I'm going to gesture towards that cabbage. Shayra, you see what happens when you touch other people's cabbages? Don't go touching other people's cabbages. And I'm saying this towards Shayra. Don't touch other people's cabbages, okay? You, you don't know what will happen. I bet that cabbage that belongs to me. You would never have survived in a goblin tribal mandala. You would have starved. At least I would have started with my dignity intact, okay? Dignity. Daphne, what's your role? It's a 19. You kind of just feel with your magical senses and you notice that the cabbage is not the issue. The cabbage is just a cabbage. But you do feel a lot of ambient magic around you. Okay, this is creeping me out and my hair kind of starts going puffy. And I go, yeah, I think we should get out of this place. Yeah, and I, 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 I think you're right. We... Maybe we've outstayed our welcome, but we definitely, something's, and I'm still looking around me, like, something's definitely weird about this place, and I don't, yeah, let's go outside. I want to just grab some food, because Amanda and I still haven't eaten, although I do not want a cabbage, <laughs> just anything else. I'm watching you to make sure you don't touch my cabbage. Well, I picked up your cabbage, but I just put it on a counter. You notice, as you say that you want to go outside, that... The door that you came in originally the last night opens up and you can see the stairs starting to grow down. That's so exciting. I completely forgot about the cabbage. I'm going to slosh so fast down those stairs. These magic doors are awesome. I need to grow some of my own. So, Shera, as you run out, you can just do me a perception check. Seven. You are completely focused on these stairs growing in front of you, going down. <laughs> you don't care about anything else. And I'm close enough to the ground to observe them. Well, you're kind of coming down the steps, and the steps are kind of growing, and you're trying to keep up with the growth. Well, I'm grabbing food for us. I'll, I'll toss some fruit to Manla's way and slowly follow Shara while I'm gobbling. I'm going to receive the food. Trust me, I'm too hungry. You're like just eating on the move. That's fine. As you guys walk out, you both can do me perception checks as well. It's a 17 for Daphne. 21. So both of you, as you walk out the door, you're in an elevated position and you notice that the ruins are there, broken buildings and the road. And you can see the sun is at your back, just kind of shining and creating these long shadows. But you notice off to the right... It's Andromach and Squint. They're standing in a little open field there with little stones. She's standing in front of one of these stones. Can I just tell from this far away, does she look happy? Does she look sad? Does she look like she's focusing on something? It's a little far, but reading body language, you can probably assume that she looks a little sad. And is Shara running that direction? or <laughs> Shara has reached the bottom. She's at ground level now. She is, in fact, crouched where these plants grew into the pavement. <laughs> okay, so she has no stairs. I'm going to uh, continue down the stairs and keep still kind of looking towards where Andromach is. I'm going to, as I walk, tell Amanda, you know, we could just run away. She, 
She hasn't seen us yet. <laughs> we need to speak to her, but she looks like she's having a, a private moment, but she might have more information for us about the Port of Stars and the King. And, and I'm doing this while I'm like half chewing on some fruit slash veg and walking down the stairs, but I'm saying, please just try to be maybe not nice, but civil. She looks kind of sad. Yeah, okay. I'll be civil. I guess she didn't kill us in our sleep. Right? Isn't that a nice feeling? I wouldn't get used to it. It just takes one person to kill you in your sleep and then you're gone for. I'm going to go and talk to Squint. Because he's all eyes. I like attention. You know, Shara, you can get inspiration for that. Okay, so you guys make your way to Andromach and you walk past a bunch of broken buildings and you get to like a clearing that you can see has been lovingly transformed. And you see all these what looks to be tombstones in long rows going down the clearing. Walking past, you make your way over to where Andromach and Squint is. And Andromach is just standing. She notices you coming towards her, but she doesn't move. She's just looking at this one stone in front of her. I just want to kind of hold Shara's shoulder so she doesn't keep following. I can see, like, she really looks sad. And I look at Daphne, don't be mean. Shara, maybe, maybe wait a little bit. Wait a little bit for what? For her to finish what she's doing. She's having a moment. A moment? A moment, yes. A moment. Okay. I'm going to very loudly whisper and then I'm going to exaggeratedly sneak towards Squint. And I'm going to, with my now clean wet hand, grab one of his eye stalks and look into it and say, Be quiet, she's having a moment. <coughs> the one eye stalk that you have there squints at you. Several other of the other eye stalks kind of start looking down. I'm just gonna try like to use my full voice in my head and hope that like Squint picks up. I'm not saying it loud, I'm saying it in my mind. I'm really, really sorry. She's always like this, but she means no harm. She just gets excited all the time. You hear a, a mental message coming back. I know. Hearing their voice in my head creeps me out. It's bringing back bad memories, but okay. It's not the mind flayer, so it's fine. I want to, while this is happening, just go and stand next to Andromach and also look at the, the headstone. So as you stand next to Andromach, you don't say anything. You turn and look at the headstone and you start reading the inscription on the headstone. The inscription says, In memory of the best of friends, in life she made the ultimate sacrifice to save those who needed it most. We shall meet in the place where there is no more darkness. Kira Nightingale. No! I knew it! Why would you kill her? No! Okay, sorry guys. I was out of character, but why would you do that to my... That was my character in the previous season! Why did you just kill her? Next time I see you, I'm coming for you! I'm looking into squint squinted eye, still. And I'm saying, <laughs> how long do you think moments last? I'm gonna clear my throat and say... Uh, um, I I'm sorry. This place meant a lot to you. Well, it meant a lot to everybody who lived here. But you're the only one sticking around. Somebody needed to take care of the victims, and somebody needed to restore this land. <clears throat> right, well, um, thanks for 
taking us in last night. Okay, Amanda's gonna eventually like see that Andromach is now talking. I'm gonna also join Andromach and Daphne. I'll I'll stand on her other side, and I'll kind of like whisper, um, "Who who was that?" Suffice to say, she was a very close friend, one of my group of companions, along with His Majesty the King. I'm going to grab Squint's eyes though very tightly. She knows the king. Shara, you see the eyeball in front of you start glowing yellow. My eyeballs are also like, I feel like they're also glowing yellow. Wow. Like, you know, when you get stars in your eyes. So I know exactly how Squint feels. This is shocking news. It must be just as shocking for him because I can see he's ultra observant, but he obviously didn't know this. This is very brief little flash in your face as you start getting drowsy. Your hands loosen around the tent. <laughs> you just wilt and fall on the ground. I was so surprised. I just fainted. When Andrew Mouth responds, I'm going to still like in a soft tone of voice say, I- I'm so sorry, but what actually happened here? Because I only know that the, st- the city fell. I didn't know that there was more that happened. When... Uh... Her Majesty was kidnapped. Something happened to the city. It it no longer had the capacity to sustain its own flight. And it started falling out of the sky. It was crazy. People started yelling and screaming. And, you know, there were some folks who were trying to help people rushing to airships, trying to escape. And uh, luckily I had my friend here to help me get away. But a lot of these folks here were not, were not as fortunate. Probably one of the worst days of my life. I, I'm so sorry for your loss. I, I can't even imagine losing that many people in your life one, one, one go. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, you see, Andromach just take this deep breath, you know, trying to center herself. What's done is done. Are you going to take up my offer and speak to a Lauren? Yes. I'm not even going to like hesitate. I'm not even going to look at Daphne. I'm just going to say yes. Yes, we'll... Do what we can to help you, of course. Thank you. She starts walking away. Squint is floating off to Andromach. <laughs> I'll follow a few steps and then realize, Shara, go back, pick her up, and then carry her with me. Hey. Andromach turns to you, and as she's walking, she says, you know, I might actually kick his ass when he gets here. Is, is, he, is he meant to come here? I know you said he visits sometimes, maybe? No, he hasn't visited. He hasn't visited since this happened. I mean, what kind of friend is he? Um, arguably a sane kind. Your house tried to turn us into each other. I just, this place is weird. Wait, what, what happened? Uh, oh, that was, um, don't, don't worry about it. We're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm touching myself. I'm fine. I'm kind of like touching my shoulders. Nothing, nothing, nothing too bad happened. Your house turned me into this sticky mess. And her into her, and her... Wait, were you in my body? 
Yeah, I was in your body. Oh, uh, you know, I should probably have mentioned this last night. The magical matrix around Il Oranos is heavily in flux. As I said, somehow it was intrinsically tied to the queen. And with the queen gone, well, as you can see, and she starts pointing at some floating debris and rocks just hanging in the middle of the air. The magic here is not the most stable. Not to be insensitive, um, my condolences and everything, but I'm not a fan of heights and I just don't see how a floating city would not have some sort of contingency plan for if something happened to the only thing keeping it in the sky. Weren't there spells or mages or someone else who could backup system maybe? I just, hmm, I don't like this. Absolutely. Uh, There was something, well, I didn't really get all the details from Aloran, but somehow the Sky Veils were tied to this, and that's why the Sky Veils were always married into the royal line. But you're going to have to ask him about it. Uh, I I don't know. Ah. And I'm going to like, I'm going to do like a a very loud shushing sound towards that thing. This this must be very difficult. And I'm Gonna ignore Daffy. I'm gonna go looking back at I don't know. This must be really, really difficult for you to talk about, but I promise we can go to the king and we can speak to him for you and speak to him about other stuff, maybe, but definitely for you. And um, I can also p- pass on the message that you'll kick his ass, but I, I, I don't have to if you don't want me to. I, we can just. Um, no. Yes. No. Um, actually, I'd prefer that. Tell him that when he gets here, I'm going to kick his... In those words, okay? In those words, you deliver my message. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, about that. Where... Can you give us, like, a very safe, clear route how to get there? But also, I'm still kind of fuzzy, and I look at Daphne, about the details as to... So you stayed here, and... Your friend died, again, sorry, and your other friend left and never came back, and then the, the queen also was kidnapped, and I look at Daphne again. How, maybe, and I'm kind of like blindly gesturing, I, I feel like, is there like a, a, a summary or um, a condensed way? Because I don't want to trouble you, but do you have like, um? now I, I'm awkwardly looking towards Daphne. A journal? A, some kind of history Yes, because Daphne is a history buff. Um, Yes, yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm so sorry, but I I feel like there's so many things that happen. How did you keep track of this? And was it only your your friend? And what happened if your... And I'm kind of like awkwardly pointing back at like the the tombstone she was staying in front of. Oh, you you mean what happened to to Kira? Well, uh, I can really only give you details from my own personal perspective but from what I know Kira was helping the guild to get members through the portals and somehow the the fluctuation in magic caused the portal to fail as the last sky ships left the island so we me and Squint try to rush in and help but he can only fly so fast, unfortunately. And we couldn't make it in time. Oh. 
And and the king, you said he was nowhere to be seen? I know, he probably got on one of his royal airships and buggered off and left the rest of us to die. Out of character, Lena. Thank you for maintaining a Lawrence A-hole energy. That's so unbred. I mean, I don't like to think that he just left the city full, but, but also I like how you're maintaining this opinion of this prisoner, so I like it. Okay, as for safe passage, I could probably help with that. Uh, I grew this forest myself, so over time. And how did they put it? I know some people. So she leads you a little bit off from where you guys came in to Oranos. And you feel all of a sudden she starts drawing magic from the land itself around her. And slowly but surely the, the trees, the roots kind of lift and they crawl, making this path that just stretches out into the distance. She says, that should take you to the Port of Stars. Oh, 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 wow, that's, and I'm, I'm looking towards Daphne, and I, I look down, I, I realize that she's actually holding the chair. Oh, uh, anyway, I, I'm not going to ask what happened, but do you, you and I'm going to like do like a shout whisper towards Daphne. You see what happens when you're nice to people? They do nice things back to you. Nice things for nice people. Being nice is a good, nice thing. Yes, yes, I get it. You said the word nice five times. Um, wake up! I'm gonna shake Shara. <laughs> Shara, your eyes snap open. Good morning, Daphne. Yes, we've we've already said good morning. Can you? You're I'm just gonna clean my hands. <laughs> Toss Shara down. Clean my hands. We're going that way. So you guys are looking at this road. Andromach has greeted you. Is there anything else you wanted to ask Andromach before I end the session? I would just say thank you so much and I'm going to wink at Squint as I walk away. <laughs> I'm gonna just say to Andromach the catnip was a nice touch and then leave. I'll look towards um, Squint and Solny say and out loud now so both Andromach and Squint can hear thank you so much for helping us. And I touch the back of my head and I really hope I don't hear any other voice in the back of my head but yours. Yeah, that would be nice, I think. Yeah, and I, I'm, then I'm going to awkwardly turn towards Andermach and say, you have no idea how much you've helped us. Thank you so much. And we will definitely make sure that ass-kicking message is passed on. And um, uh, I hope you find closure for what's happened to you and your friends. And we'll maybe we can get some answers for you from the king. I would appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, please be aware that even though this route will take you most of the way to the Port of the Stars, um, the undead corruption is still happening and it's encroaching on my forest. So with all haste, if you don't mind. Do you mean you'll also still find the, the, that Nightwalker thing? Oh, it's around here. It's definitely around here. That's not comforting, but thank, th thank you for um, everything. Yeah, and I'm going to like awkwardly just trot after um, Shara and Daphne. Daphne, <laughs> did you know that that lady is friends with the king? Yeah, Shara, I heard. I still don't believe it, but I heard it. Darkhoof has raised an interesting question. It says, does Squint wink or blink? And how would we tell the technicalities of beholders? Okay, well, just want to thank Chat for being with us. It's so cool to see everybody again. I am on Instagram, uh, Mystic underscore Bell. 
I'm Wednesday and you can find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lefay. Also guys, if you like us, please review us, comment, like us on social media, whatever. Join our Discord community because it is massive and we want to keep it growing. Because of today's episode, if you're interested, guys, season seven is a banger. Yeah, season six and seven are quite entertaining. If you want to know more about Kira Nightingale, that content is there for you. Okay, well, I'm on Instagram at Teddikus, T-E-D-D-I-K-U-S. So guys, uh, again, I'm Nelly. I am also on Instagram. That's probably the easiest place to find me. I am Miss Mvubu, so it's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-B-U. So just once again, Chad, thank you very much for joining us on our session. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please like, subscribe, do all the things. Watch our socials for the following streams. And everybody have a safe and amazing week copying Carla filled with adventure.